Imagine if you went from feeling fine every day to feeling amazing. How would your life be different? Everyone has the ability to feel amazing again and again. You just need the right tools to get there. If you're ready to feel amazing, stick around. Now, here's the host of the I'm Not Fine Show with functional nutrition coach, Lizzie Enns. That is me, you guys. Welcome, listeners, to the I'm Not Fine Show. I'm your host, Lizzie Enns. And every week, we show up here to do some phenomenal educating, storytelling, and all of the above. But my goal and mission is always to share the information that is easy for you to absorb, understand, and relate to. That is my goal because I feel like, and I know, I don't just feel like this, I know this for a fact, there is so much overwhelming information out there. And I could come in here and talk to you about the functions and physiology of the body and our health and why things work a certain way that they do. But to me, that is not absorbable and it's not relatable to a lot of people. Like You guys just want to know, what do I actually need to do and why am I feeling the way that I am? And then what do I do about it? Obviously, there are certain things that uh, I can't like go into from a one-on-one basis, but I actually got a message from someone on Instagram just last week and it like changed, like rocked my world. It didn't change my world. It rocked my world. She messages me and she says, I have literally listened to all of the episodes of your podcast and it has changed my life. And that meant so much to me because that is my goal is to give you guys the information that is relatable, understandable, but also with the specific types of tools that you can start applying on a day-to-day basis. Simplicity. We like simplicity here. We keep things simple, relatable, and understandable. And I want to do that for you guys. Now, if you are someone, I'm going to do this, throw this in here right now. If you're someone that is listening to my show on a weekly basis, you've listened to a lot of the episodes, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to share these episodes on your social media, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, whatever the case may be, Facebook, share these episodes, tag me in them so I know that you're sharing them. And then the second thing that I want you to do is I want you to go into the review section of these of whatever platform that you're listening to, whether it's Apple Podcasts or YouTube, and I want you to leave a review. Tell us how it changed your life, how this is helping you and what it's doing for you, because the more ratings that you get in that I get in there, the more it's going to push it out to more people that need to hear these messages. It's very, very important. And on top of that, when you share this, all of a sudden people are like, wait, I want to listen to that podcast because I'm not fine and I need to know why I don't feel fine and you want to have that understanding behind it. So that's a little bit of homework that I and a request that I have from you guys so that we can get this word out there. I'm one person. I'm on social media. I have big audiences on social media. But I can only uh, put the word out so much um, 
because thousands of people come in every single day, new people, and they don't know that I have a podcast. Now, I'm doing what I can to get it out there, but the more I can get people to start sharing this and putting it out there like, hey, I've listened to this podcast. It's changed my life. It's packed with so much information. It's going to help. You can be that change and that help for other people that may be going through something similar that you are and need to hear the things that you have been hearing. So with that being said, um, we're going to get into today's show. This show actually came about due to someone submitting something to me about what the effects of unhealthy relationships have on our health. And we could talk hours and hours and hours on this, but I'm going to share some personal experiences with this. I'm going to share some stories that I've had from people, clients, other people with these types of things. Because here's what I tell all of my clients. We can lose all the weight we want, but if we don't take care of what's going on in here, emotionally and mentally, like that weight loss is not one, doesn't even matter because you don't feel good. You don't feel good about yourself. Two, um, it affects, it's going to come back because you don't appreciate and love you. Now, what I will tell you, we're talking about unhealthy relationships and how they affect our health overall, right? Physically, mentally, emotionally. If you have not heard of this term before, just know the body keeps score. So if you've had trauma happen, if you had a really hard childhood and um, you're now an adult and you deal with anxiety, that anxiety may be stemmed back to your childhood and you don't even know it. So those things can happen. But right out of the gate, what I do want to tell you is that the most important relationship that needs to be healthy is the relationship with yourself. I want you to hear me again. The most important relationship that you have and you make sure that is healthy is the relationship with yourself. If you do not have a healthy relationship with yourself, you're not respecting yourself, you're not honoring yourself, you're not taking care of yourself, how do you expect the other people in your life that you love, whether it's your spouse, your significant other, your kids, your friends, your family, they cannot respect you in the way that you want to be respected and have healthy boundaries and a healthy relationship you don't see the value in yourself to have that kind of healthy relationship with yourself. And I know that this is easier said than done. I know this because I've gone through it and I still walk through this balance of like, okay, at what point am I jeopardizing myself, my health at the expense of my happiness for someone else so that I can please them? Like, what is that balance? I learned this the hard way. I, you know, grew up in a very suppressed background. And I was not allowed to have a voice when I was growing up. Well, 
you can't tame a wild, I don't want to call myself an animal, but you can't tame a wild animal very easily. It's very hard to keep them in the box. My spirit and my soul were like, I need out of here. This isn't, this doesn't feel comfortable. This is not normal. I want it out of the cage. Um, I, I used, tried to use my voice, questioned a lot of things, got in trouble for a lot of things. But what happened because of the culture that I was living in, women weren't necessarily allowed to have a strong voice. And on top of that, when I did have a voice, when I did question things, when I did speak up, I would get in trouble. So I would get in trouble for speaking up. And the reason I'm telling you this is this is a chain effect that happens into your adult life and you don't even know. So I get in trouble for speaking up. I would get in trouble and then I would get angry. So I, I would get angry all the time because I was so frustrated because no one understood and hurt me. And I didn't know how to articulate how I get them to hear me. One, partially that was because of the culture that I was in, the Amish culture that I was in, and um, me just not like seeing some of the things that I couldn't agree with. So what that ended up doing with the suppression of my voice, the anger that came from that because I couldn't voice my opinions, and I didn't understand why things were the, the way that they were. In my teen years, when I was a teenager, I uh, had major health issues. I was anemic. I had lots of digestive issues. I had kidney issues. I My um, periods were excruciating so, so bad. And we did some, some doctor visits. I, it was more of like a chiropractor type of visit. Um, and so I had all these health issues going on when I was a teenager and I didn't know why. Like I shouldn't be having these types of health issues. But I also, um, to back it up even a little bit further, I got bullied for my weight when I was in my teenage years. And the only reason for that is because I have a twin sister. And from the time that we were born um, up into our teen years, I was always the bigger one. Now, I wasn't obese. I wasn't like super overweight, maybe 10 pounds or something like that, but nothing crazy. But the only reason that it looked like I was overweight was because my twin was always smaller. If I wouldn't have had a twin, wouldn't have been an issue. So with that being said, I always got compared to her. And so that started to do a lot of damage to my self-worth. And so what I did is I went into this mode of, I'm going to prove you wrong. And I'm going to make sure that I weigh less than you do. I shrink my body in a way that is smaller than my twin and once I get there, I'll I'll win and I'll finally like be happy. That's so far from the truth. I starved myself. I was addicted to laxatives. I was literally on purpose sit in a chair, curl myself up into the smallest position ever to try to like make myself look smaller than what I actually was. And like we like sit with like my back curved. And that was like me trying to like shrink myself. Well, 
I finally got to this place where I was smaller than she was. And she was mad and I was happy about it, but I was not happy with myself. I was miserable. The relationship with myself was awful. Why am I sharing this? I'm sharing this because it is leading into my adult life. After I left the Amish community, I sort of like let loose, but there's a cycle that happens. And here's the cycle. So after I left, I got introduced to different types of foods. And um, I was like, I don't have to cook. Let's do microwave food. I can go through a drive-thru, like all of these things. And 20 pounds later, I started to get bullied again. So this was the cycle that I was in. I got bullied again by saying like, she'll never lose that weight. You know, I had like one of my Amish brothers was like, yeah, look at that fat ass. She'll never get rid of that. You know, so what that did is it triggered me. And I went back into the cycle. And this time I went into fat dieting for quick results. And my relationship with myself was horrendous, like terrible. It eventually did leave me, lead me. I got, I got like really skinny. I ran marathons and I could eat whatever I want when I was doing marathons. But my relationship with myself was terrible. So eventually, like just over years and years and years of doing that, I, you know, got into the health and wellness industry. And that's when I learned like, hey, dieting is actually really, really bad for you. I've talked about this on my show before. If you didn't listen to last week's show, like you're going to want to go listen to that because I talk about the long-term effects of what traditional dieting does to your health. Well, I learned that after I became a personal trainer and went into health coaching school. But the crazy thing is I didn't realize how much damage that had done to me that I had done um, to myself um, because I didn't, one, didn't know any other way, didn't know any different um, emotionally and mentally. Not until in the last uh, couple of years did I start to realize how much work I had to do emotionally and mentally to heal from those things. Otherwise, I was in this continuous cycle. Long story short, what it eventually led to with all the things in my teen years to my fat dieting years of quick fixes and all of that, it eventually led to major health issues, which was hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's autoimmune disease, high candida levels, adrenal fatigue, like all the things. It's stemming back from all those years of all of that into here. Now, we got to go to our first break here, but when we come back, I'm going to share some things with you that might shock you when it comes to the mental and emotional aspect of your health and how that affects your physical health and what I did, some very specific things that I did in order to heal from that. So, Don't go anywhere. We're just getting started. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away 
so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, and 12 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Lizzie, your host here, and we are going to dive right back into the show. Before, though, real quick, if you are someone that I know we are in the middle of December, right before the holidays, amazing time of the year. Hope you guys are having an amazing time with the holidays. But if you are someone that is gearing up to be like January, I want to get my help on track and I need some help with that, please go to the show notes and grab my calendar link, book a consultation with me. Let's talk about what that can look like and how I can help you with that. I have group coaching and I have one-on-one coaching. My group coaching launches in January, and that may just be the right fit for you to um, get started with that. So if you are someone that is struggling with a lot of these things, hormones, thyroid, gut, weight loss, energy, sleep, all of those things, come see me. Let's have a conversation and let's talk about what that can look like and get you feeling better and make 2024 your best year yet for your health. Because um, one thing to remember, there's two things we're always doing. We're either, either preventing health with the actions that we take on a day-to-day basis or we're fighting it. Diseases. We're, do, we're preventing diseases or fighting diseases. One or the other. And I don't know about you, but I want to be on the prevention side. When I am choosing what I'm choosing for my nutrition and my exercise and all the things, I want to be on the prevention side to be healthy so that I don't have to fight the diseases. Let's get back into today's show. We are talking about relationships and I'm diving into your personal relationship. Now, a lot of you might be thinking, well, it's this, this, uh, show today is going to be about the relationships in your life and how other people are treating you and, um, what they're doing is wrong. And what do I do about them? But We're doing things a little bit different here because let me tell you what, just what I said in the beginning of the show here, the uh, first relationship that is important for to be healthy is a relationship with yourself and the actions and reactions of other people to you is not your responsibility. The only responsibility that you have is that you know how you react and what, and how you respond to yourself and to them, and how do you allow other people to treat you? And this can come from various 
uh, different aspects. I saw this really, really cool video on Instagram last night by Mel Robinson or Mel Rob, is it Robbins or Robinson? I can't remember <laughs> her last name, but she's, she has over 5 million followers. She's an amazing, amazing person. She's raw and she's real. And one of the things she said on one of her videos is one of the, the two words that are very, very powerful in order to not let other people's actions and emotions and reactions um, affect you is if someone uh, says or does something that you don't necessarily like, if they're, if they say they don't invite you to a holiday party or a birthday party, let them. Two words, let them. If your, uh, <laughs> if your best friend is like, no, nah, I can't go out tonight because yada, yada, let them just let it be. And that's one of the things, and also if your kids are like, I don't want to watch a movie, let them. Obviously with kids, it's like, okay, you got to, like your kid can't like wake up one morning and be like, I don't want to go to school today. And then you're like, let them, like, let them not go to school. Like with kids, it's, it's a little bit different, but basically the premise of this whole video was stop expecting other people to be a certain way because you want them to be that way. Your responsibility is you. Your responsibility is not other people. But what you can do is be in control of how, how you treat yourself and how you react and respond to other people. Now, we're going to go into the next phase of this, which is people-pleasing syndrome. So I told you that all of these things that I had done were that eventually led to health issues, major health issues, subclinical hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's. And here I was, a personal trainer, worked out almost every day, ate really healthy. Um, I didn't fit the typical bill of health with, some, with someone that had all these issues because I wasn't overweight. I was actually underweight. And um, but when my doctor like saw my lab results, she's like, I don't really know how you're standing here. And I contribute that to what I have been doing, which is I have been making sure that I was eating healthy. It was just like all these other things were going on. Well, fast forward a few years, realizing and understanding and learning all the things that have been that I I have been doing mentally and emotionally to myself and with the relationships that I was in. It was those things that were were um, causing a lot of my health issues and it had very little to do with the food I ate or how I exercised. And that is why it is really, really important to get to a place where you have a healthy relationship with food and you don't fear food. Because food is a small fraction of the problem when it comes to your physical health. And I know in the health and wellness industry, there's so much food fear out there. Like, ugh, don't eat lectins. Avoid all of these things. Please don't eat that. Please don't eat this. Now our water's... All Listen, all of those are real things. Like, you want to be smart about what you put into your body. I just told someone this morning, she said something to me about, oh, like you, like I've said, like you can eat whatever you want. It's just like, 
the portions and how you do it. And I said, well, that's, don't take it out of context. If I would eat whatever I wanted, I would eat a chocolate croissant for breakfast every single morning. So eating what you want doesn't necessarily mean you just throw all healthy things out the window. And you're like, of course, most of us would be like, hey, let me just have convenience of eating frozen pizza. I mean, I don't like frozen pizza, but let's, you know, let's talk about those things. The convenience of frozen microwavable food because it's easy, right? The deliciousness of a chocolate croissant in the morning with a cup of coffee. That sounds amazing, right? So it's not necessarily like, hey, eat whatever you want and um, dismiss your health. It's about what are you fueling and, and nourishing your, choosing every single day, what are you fueling and nourishing your body with that you know is going to make you feel good and healthy, but without the restriction mindset. So I've been doing this for so long that it, it's just, it just comes first nature. Like it, it's like, oh, hey, I get up. I know that I'm going to have protein for breakfast. Um, it's not a big deal. You don't make a big deal out of food. And I don't fear food. Like if I'm going to parties or I'm traveling or anything like that, I don't fear food. Now I used to. And that was because I didn't understand the the what the food and nutrition actually is, like what it does for my body. The other thing is I could choose to eat whatever I want. Um, and then be absolutely miserable. So it will show up. So that is a portion of it. But what I, I want to share with you today is because we're talking about relationships here is your relationships and the environment that you are around, the relationship that you have with yourself and the spousal or significant other relationship, all of that really, really matters. It does. And the reason that it matters is because your emotional and mental health, um, the stress, the anxiety, all of those things, that starts to eventually show up in your physical body. So for me, for example, I, because of the, the background that I come from, this is stemming all the way back to my childhood, being suppressed, I didn't learn how to voice my opinions in a healthy manner. I wanted to make sure that everybody was happy, so I became a people pleaser. Well, if you become a people pleaser, you start to please everybody else in your life. You go above and beyond to make sure the peace is there. Everybody's happy. You want them to like you, so you like don't do anything to stir the pot. Um, and everybody thinks that you're good and you're happy, but you're doing it so at the expense of your own happiness. And what that eventually starts to do is it starts to affect your physical body because you're keeping everything bottled in because we're not saying what we need to be saying. We are not saying what we need to be saying if we are people pleasers because we're so afraid that what we say is going to upset the other person. Well, this goes back to if you say what you know that you need to say and they get upset, let them. Let it be. If they get upset about it, let them. It's fine. Obviously, we always want to do things out of respect, right? Like I'm not saying like go out and be some really terrible <laughs> non-emotional person or anything. like. It's not about that. But it's about you setting the boundaries and the, and the self-respect 
for yourself. Okay. So I had to get to this place to realize like, oh my gosh, like the relationship that I have with myself isn't even self-respect because I wasn't respecting my happiness, my wishes. And I know that sometimes that can sound selfish, but let me tell you something. If you are compromising your own happiness because of other people, you can't even be your best for other people. It's impossible. You can't because you're not even happy with yourself and you let other people walk all over you. Listen, I've had this happen so many times in my life and I've said no more. Like I, I get to this place now where I'm like, I recognize when people are starting to walk over me and they just expect me to roll over and save them. And I'm not doing that anymore because I used to do that. And I'm all fired up about this because I see this happening so many times where because I've walked through it, if you are a people pleaser, trust me, you are getting walked over and people are taking advantage of your niceness. They are taking advantage of you. And then, and then you're frustrated with them and then you bottle it up and then you get angry. And where does it go? It goes into the physical body. It starts to manifest in your health. Suppression of the voice and being a people pleaser ends up ending up in hypothyroidism, autoimmune Hashimoto's because your thyroid is sits, you know, here in your vocal cords. And if you are someone that's like at the end of the day, when you're tired or you're frustrated or whatever, and you start losing your voice, you may want to check your thyroid. It used to happen to me all the time. I'd be like, why, why am I losing my voice just because I'm like tired from a long day at work? Well, I realized later on that it was actually connected to my thyroid. I did not know until after the fact that I learned that I had hypothyroidism and did do a lot of research and started to learn about the emotional connection to the thyroid. I did not know that the suppression of my voice and me being a people pleaser was a, the root of effect, affecting my thyroid. Unfortunately, we have to go to the next break, but hold your thought there because we're going to dive deeper into this and I'm going to share with you guys how I was actually able to get off thyroid medication and be able to manage my Hashimoto's in a way that I haven't even uh, had to really pay attention to it. So I'm your host, Lizianne, on the I'm Not Fine show. Please don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good, and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, and 12 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app 
Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are having a phenomenal show here today, and I hope that this is incredibly helpful for those of you that are struggling with these types of things, um, maybe your relationship with yourself or you feel like everybody else um, in your life like is the problem. Um, but if you are someone that you feel like you're in this place and you just feel like everybody's like treating me wrong and you have all this chaos and insanity in your life and they're not treating you well and they're taking advantage of you, I want to remind you that it starts with you. And sometimes that starting with you means that you set boundaries and you set standards of how much they're allowed to be in your life and you uh, set standards of how they're actually allowed to speak with you. If they are not respecting you, if they are not honoring you, um, you have a really, really hard question to ask yourself is what am I allowing? I had this client, I'm going to get to the, back to the thyroid stuff here in a minute, but I had this client that I was working with over the summer. We did some work with her and she was in a place where um, I actually like was like, I don't know what is actually going on with this, with this person, but it was very, very much like an emotional, a mental thing that was going on. And I just said, like, we did some some scans and some lab work, and um, I worked with another practitioner where we did some additional scans to see, like, what was going on with her brain. And when we looked at her brain, we were like, wow, like, something is going on here, and we need to figure out what it is, so we have to do some additional stuff. Well, it turned out that what was actually going on with her brain was due to the relationships that, and the trauma and all the things that were um, going on that had actually to do with her mom. Like her relationship with, with her mom was very, very toxic and debilitating to her mental health. And it was almost as if it was, it was like degenerating her brain. And it was like, we need to do something about this. So it was her choice. And she got to decide what kind of boundaries does she put in place and what is she going to do about it? I never told her, you need to cut off your relationship with your mom. I said, here's where we're at. Um, and we obviously were working together. So I knew like what her relationship was with her mom. And um, long story short, she ended up putting boundaries in place and saying, telling her mom, like, listen, at this point in my life, my health is not in a good place. I need to take care of myself. And this relationship with you is not helping me. And so I'm cutting ties for now until I can like feel better and get my health back on track and be in a good place. She ended up doing that. And I'm not kidding you guys. We went from month one into month two 
before we were even done with, with month two, um, she was like a completely different person. So, so different. And that was not just by, you know, cutting off her relationship with her mom. It was by very specific tools and things that we put in place for her to practice on a daily basis. And she started fueling and nourishing her body with the foods that were giving her the vitamins and the minerals that she needed for the energy that she needed. And her health bounced back. And she kept saying, like, I had no idea that I could feel as good as I am. But one of the things that she had to do was look at her environment. Now, here's the thing. If you are someone that feels like you're in a merry-go-round and you're like, day in and day out, you're like, I want something different in my life, but you keep doing the same things over and over and over, you can't go into your day doing the same thing, expecting a different result. If you want different results, you have to do different things. This is another conversation that I had with a client last week where um had nothing to do with weight loss, nothing like that. It was more or less like anxiety and stress, um, things that were going on in her life. And so we talked about um, her day-to-day life and what she was frustrated with, like what was causing her anxiety and and why was she frustrated? So, you know, she tells me what it was. So, so I looked at it and I said, listen, you are going into every single day doing the exact same thing with the exact same setup, expecting and wanting a different result. You're not going to get a different result if you go in with the same routine and the same setup. You're hoping you do, but you're not. So I explained this to her. I said, that's kind of like someone that says, hey, I want to lose 50 pounds, but I'm not willing to change anything over here in order to lose the 50 pounds. You're going to be on that hamster wheel for a very, very long time. Listen, change is hard. It's hard to change your habits. I know. Sometimes I have to smack myself on the hand and be like, Lizzie, get it together. You need to change. Like you're not happy with this specific situation. Change what you're doing. Change is hard because we like to be comfortable. We like to certain things. We have our vices. There's these things that we like. But if that vice or whatever routine and habits and stuff is not serving you and what you want, you have to change it. So she ended up changing her environment. And I talked to her yesterday and she's like, oh my gosh, it was like the best week ever. Changed my life. So with that being said, when we go back to the thyroid and and, uh, how our emotional and mental health um, affects our thyroid. I went on thyroid medication when I got diagnosed with it because I was subclinical. And so I was on thyroid medication for a while. Had to change it a few times here and there. Nine months later, I find out that I had Hashimoto's. And I went like, what is going on? Like, I am doing all the right things externally. I'm doing all the right things to help my health. Like, why? Like, why is this happening? doesn't make any sense. Reminds me of uh, three to four months into me being a personal trainer and working as a personal trainer, I... Uh, found out that I needed back surgery. And it was because I had a benign cyst in my, um, between L2 and L3 in my back. 
It was on nerves. I had excruciating nerve pain all the time. Couldn't sleep, couldn't exercise. It was starting to like um, affect my day-to-day -day life. So I found out that I had surgery and I beat myself up for it for a long time going, why the heck does someone like me that eats healthy, um, exercises all the time, why do I need surgery? Like, this is crazy. It taught me a lot of things. So with that being said, um, when I got on the thyroid medication, I started to dive deeper into why is my thyroid not functioning well? And then why did I have Hashimoto's? And I looked at all the vitamins and the minerals. I looked at food sensitivities. I did a candida diet. And all of that stuff was helpful. It definitely was helpful. I started giving my body like what it needed from a vitamin and mineral perspective. But what I had not done for a few years was looked at my mental and emotional health. And it wasn't until I started working with a guy named Reggie, who's my, my mentor now, um, I did not realize how much the emotional health and um, the things that the trauma that I had experienced, um, I don't like to tie things to trauma because uh, I think it's overused and sometimes it makes us just like relive it over and over and over. I believe that you can heal from it and move on. It doesn't mean that you forget what happened, but I do believe that you can move on. I know that because I've done that. Um, I can recognize the fact that certain things don't trigger me like they used to. May I get triggered at all? Or if I do get triggered, I go, okay, why is that? And I'll, I can move on quicker because I'm able to tune into that. So he taught me, this guy, Reggie, um, he taught me that my physical ailments that I have been experiencing had nothing to do with the food that I was eating and how I was exercising. It's like, it's about the relationship with you, how you're treating and respecting yourself. Um, and also like the environment that you're in. And so I started to really, really learn that. And I eventually found out, I didn't know, but I eventually found out that I was a people pleaser and, and that I, um, you know, went above and beyond to make everybody else happy, to make myself look good because I wanted to make sure that everybody you know, I, I was the one that like took care of everybody, um, at the expense of my own happiness. I also, um, was, while I also was not speaking up and speaking my voice fast forward, um, I eventually <clears throat> did enough work emotionally with my emotional health and healing internally and getting to know myself better that I was eventually able to get off of the thyroid medication, have not been on it for over a year, don't even know like what my levels are at. I actually just did um, lab work again for the first time in uh, a couple years, I think, since all of that, because <clears throat> I'm curious like where things are at. I like to check in every now and then. So I did that this morning. So I'm very curious where things are at. But in general, on a day-to-day -day basis, I don't have any of the symptoms of hypothyroidism. I rarely ever, <clears throat> ever get these symptoms of, of uh, Hashimoto's. One, because I don't claim it. I'm very, very careful with my wording. So if you're someone that's like, oh, I have hypothyroidism. I have Hashimoto's disease. I have, I have, I have. What that is doing is that is 
claiming, you're claiming it in your health. Now, I'm not saying that it's not true, but be very, very careful with your words. But if, if you over and over and over say, I have, I am, I have, I am, that means you are claiming <clears throat> and that becomes your identity. And when that becomes your identity, your body starts to remember that. So um, eventually, you know, I was able to, like I said, like I was able to get off of that medication, but that wasn't the end of it. You are your own lesson every single day. If you are not tuning in with yourself and you're learning more about you and you're aware of you, how you respond to things, how you react to things, how you think, how you walk, how you talk. If you are not tuning into that, you're just kind of mundane. You are not paying attention. You're not paying attention to you. You're not paying attention to um, your surroundings. And when you're not paying attention to you, you're neglecting you. So you need to get to know yourself better than anybody else. Better than anybody else. Once you get to know yourself better than anybody else, then you have the love and respect and the boundaries in place for you. And that allows other people to respect you better. Once you start respecting you better and more, other people actually start to respect you more as well because they are like, oh, she actually like stands up for yourself. Most of the time, people don't get mad about things that we think that they're going to get mad about anyway. So we got to go to our last break here. But when we come back, um, I, I have a lot more that I could share, but obviously we don't have time for all of it. But when you come back, I'm going to give you some, some things to start doing uh, on your own to start paying attention to yourself and what you can do to make sure that you are respected and you have that respect for you, um, that self-love for you. And um, you can start applying these tools for yourself to get to know you better. So don't go anywhere. I'm your host, Lizzie Anz, on the I'm Not Fine Show. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, and 12 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Lizzie at UndietYourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, you guys. We are going to finish this show out strong today. I'm going to give you some actionable steps that you can start applying to uh, better take care of yourself. And I want you to know one thing. This is about more than just the food that you're putting into your body and how you're exercising. I want you to really, really think about how do you treat yourself on a daily basis. And that is by um, the things that we say to ourselves and the boundaries that we have in place on how other people treat ourselves? How do we allow others' emotions and reactions 
um, uh, affect us? How are we letting, are we letting it go? Are we letting them just be because we are responsible for our own? Um, and then also part of the respect for yourself too, and the love for yourself is how are you taking care of yourself? Um, from a nutrition standpoint, from a sleep standpoint, are you taking care of yourself? Because that's self-respect and self-love as well. Now, before I dive into all of that, next week's show is going to be about boosting your immune system to avoid the flu. Here's why that that episode is going to happen in the middle of December, because we are in the center of the holidays, winter season, where a lot of people get sick. And I just had this conversation with, with my clients on why it is that that happens. So you're not going to want to miss that show. So make sure you tune in for next week's show because we're going to talk about the immune system. I want to teach you a lot of things about the immune system on that show that may just shock you. But then also you're going to get some very strategic tools on how you can boost your immune system on a day-to-day -day basis. So come back for that show next week. Now, to finish out this week's show... Um, we're going to talk a little bit about some steps that you can take. I hope this was incredibly helpful for you. Please, if you listen to this entire show and you made it to the end of this, um, and this was helpful, like send me a message. Let me know. You can email me at Lizzie at undietyourself.live. You can uh, direct message me on Instagram, Lizzie's underscore wellness. Um, and just, uh, I see those messages more than what I see my messages on TikTok. Sometimes I see the ones on TikTok. Um, but send me a message. Let me know what's doing for you and also review the show and let me know what it's teaching you there. So what are some things that you can start tuning in with yourself and making sure that you are respecting and honoring that relationship with you? One of the things that I teach my clients, and I want you to think about this too. When's the last time that you sat down and you said, who am I? What do I like? And what do I want? Who am I is not about the title you wear. It's not about you being a stay-at-home mom. If you go up to someone and they say, what do you do or who are you? Do you say, I'm Lizianne's and I love croissants? That's completely different than I'm Lizianne's uh, functional nutrition practitioner, CEO, owner. Completely different. Did you know that when you go to France, I, I believe it's France in specific, when someone asks um, who they are, they'll be like, my name is da, da 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 I enjoy coffee. I enjoy, you know, hiking, whatever. And their job title actually comes last. They don't emphasize on their job title. In America, we emphasize on our job title. But that's only a small portion of us. Who are you outside of your title. So if you were to take away the title of being a mom, the title of being a wife, the title of being a CEO, a business owner, uh, an employee, if you were to take away all of those titles, who are you outside of that? Do you know yourself outside of those titles? Because you are more than the titles. So how well do you really know yourself? What do you love? And the, the reality is, is we get to choose how much we let people in, right? We protect ourselves. But we also protect ourselves from knowing ourselves a lot. I discovered this a couple years ago. I was standing in front of a mirror and I blurred everything else around and I just looked straight into my eyes, mirror to mirror, my eyes into the mirror. And I didn't, I, it was literally blurry all around me. 
I blurted everything out. I just looked myself in, straight in the eyes for a few minutes. I don't even know how long. And I felt like for the first time, I saw my soul. And for some people, that is really, really scary. Because they're like, I don't even know who that is. Or I don't like what I see. But that is one of the first steps to do in order to get to know you on a deep internal level. So what I like to do is have my clients go write down, they have a time and a place where they uh, do this practice and then they write down, um, who am I? And they don't write down their titles. And for some people, this takes a week or two because they're like, I don't even know who I am. I've lost myself. That doesn't mean you don't enjoy being a mom. You don't enjoy your job or any of those things. It just means you need to know yourself outside of that too. And how do you take care of that? Who am I? What do I love? And what do I want in life? Those are the three questions that you should ask yourself. So I'm, I'm asking you to um, stand in front of a mirror, give yourself some time, some quiet time, look yourself in the eyes, Allow yourself to get to know you. You know how many people don't even know themselves? You ask them what they love to do, or what they do for fun. I mean, sometimes I have trouble saying that. Like if people are like, what do you like to do for fun? And I'm like, hmm, I like to go out to really nice restaurants to eat, which is really fun for me, actually. And I like to travel. And then um, I like being by myself. And I like working out. I like being with my kid. A lot of things I like, but for a long time, I couldn't answer that because it was always revolved around work and it can't revolve around work for all the things. So get to know you. If you can get to know you, you can feel a lot more confident in getting to know other people or allowing other people that you trust and know and love to get to know you as well. It's really, really hard to be in a relationship and allow that other person to get to know you if you don't even know yourself. And I learned this the hard way. I was married for 10 years. And in those 10 years, I always felt unheard, unseen. And the reality is I didn't even know myself. I thought I did, but I didn't. And it wasn't until I started to really get to know myself that I realized, oh, wow. Most of the time, it was me that was the problem, not the other person. Um, so really tune in with yourself, you guys. You guys, we this is the end of the show today. We have to uh, end the show. I'm Lizzie Ans, your, your host on the I'm Not Fine show. Please come back next week for more amazing content. Thank you for listening to the I'm Not Fine show. Lizzie Ends returns Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, have the best week of your life by making choices that take you from feeling fine to feeling amazing.